Um, so earlier we were talking about, you know, Caleb, music friend, Marina, Lady Gaga, internet friends. Totally. I only know Ben through Twitter. I think... It was through Twitter? Yeah, because I actually remember this because I'm always proud of tweets that I tweet that are funny. Yes. Wait, you guys have uh, never met? No. No, we don't know. This is the first time we've ever talked, I think. Oh, I think... Michael, I thought you guys were, like, good friends. I mean, not that it's, like... No, we're, we're just honest. internet friends. Oh, cool. Okay. Which makes I, us good friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> this day and age, yes. But I think I've t- talked about this tweet now two times on our show, unfortunately. Oh, no. But there is a video of Lady Gaga okay. um, who, and she doesn't remember what city she's performing in. And she's like <laughs> playing on the piano and she's like, stops, pl- stops playing. And she's uh-huh. like, I'm so pleased to be here with you locals. And she just <laughs> says, locals. And I tweeted uh, me when I walk into Quick Trip, and that did like <laughs> yes. Oklahoma numbers, you know. And yes. and Ben, who I didn't know, like messaged me. It was like I showed this to my mom. <laughs> like yes. this is hilarious. Well, I think too at the time it was one of those things where like any I think it was what like two or three years ago, and anytime I saw any viral tweet, I'd be like, okay, let's go. Because it was pretty viral. I feel like it had like five or six hundred. Like I don't know, it had a lot. It got of... to two thousand. Oh, it was wow, two thousand. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It, like yeah. popped up on my feed somehow. So I go and I look, and in your bio it was like Tulsa or something. I was like, oh my god, you're doing Oklahoma proud, and it was less of a like. <laughs> I could have favored it or retweeted it, but I like had to let you know that like I was proud of this content and that this <laughs> content like made an impact on me. No, I literally appreciated it. And at the time I was like really like struggling with like coming out with like my family and stuff. Mm, totally. And Ben was very like upfront about coming out. He had like a really good like Instagram post that I found really inspiring at the time. Oh. And so it was part of the you know cloud of witnesses that helped me come out so that's that's what i remember more is somehow it went from twitter to instagram and then i feel like instagram became like yeah the main one yeah dang if only there were more people like you ben helping people come out messaging people about their great tweets that's like yeah (laughs) if that is what i'm remembered for then life was good (laughs) right i mean my my other viral tweet was responded to by rachel ray so it is blown out of the water so it was was, did you make a 29 minute meal and she wasn't happy with you (laughs) yeah she was like fuck a minute faster She's just been trying to beat me in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- no, it was, remember those, is your child texting about tweets? Yes. Like, yes. I did a, is your child texting about Rachel Ray? And it was like, W-Y-D, wow, yummo, delish, uh, <laughs> LMAO, let's mince an onion, like all that stuff. And uh, she she responded to it and said, you forgot RSVP, Rachel spelling verification, please, because I did the wrong spelling oh of my Rachel. Gosh. So... So Rachel yeah. Ray threw so some she shade at you. you. Yeah, she slammed yeah. me on Twitter. <laughs> God, I, I envy you. I ever had was like freshman year of college. And do you remember when everyone there was one evening when everyone was convinced that like clowns were like out, yeah, and, like, ravaging things. So I like tweeted and it was like the only clown I'm trying to get. And it was Donald Trump, but it was before he had been elected. And it was just like. But it was like funny. It was funny (laughs) to joke about him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And it like did some numbers because I think it appealed to both the Republicans and the Democrats (laughs) at the time. Right. They're like, white ladies are like, I do want to fuck Trump. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, with that, let's start the episode. (laughs) Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just 
the closet So I called you up Just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette Why don't you come over and talk about it? Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. This is I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, uh, a show where we listen to albums and use them as conduits to learn about ourselves and our guests. My name is Michael Limitado. My name is Sean Wilkinson. And, and my name is yeah. You got it. It's Ben Watson, baby. <laughs> what up? Ooh. So Hi. today, this is our, as promised, second Pride episode. That's right. We are releasing episodes twice as slow as usual during Pride <laughs> Month. But guess what? You know, gay people want to produce content yeah. slow. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? I was going to say, typical, <laughs> typical gay gay format. Yeah. So, and uh, much to Sean's chagrin, we are doing two pop episodes in a row. Okay, it's not that I don't like pop. It's just I think a lot of pop is very similar, but I don't know. A lot of it grows on me too. Like art pop has grown on me, so I I would probably change my rating. But I don't mm. know. That's yeah. a whole different discussion. Sean rated it a six out of ten. I know because I just heard that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Ben, what would you rate art pop on a scale of one to ten? Am I comparing it to other Gaga albums? Yes. Okay, sure. it's her, my third favorite by her, so I feel like mm-hmm. logically it would be like, what is that? It's eight. Wait, she has if, released ten albums though. Well, no, but all of them have a buffer of at <laughs> least five. You're asking, like you you're asking him to do math. That's like we can't exactly, do that. You know, yeah. I'm a gay accountant, so I'm <laughs> oh, really yeah. defying stereotypes. Wait, are you re- so. are you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I, I I joke that I'm the the only gay accountant in Oklahoma, but uh, you probably I probably are. That, <laughs> that borders on truth. It would be the <laughs> truth if I weren't for actively friends with uh, you know other gay accountants. But, the the small know. network. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, but that being said, uh, I we Marina's album Marina the Diamonds just released her most recent album, uh, Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land. She's had um, uh, Man's World, her lead single, has been out for what feels like two years uh, <laughs> with, with eight different remixes. She had Pablo Vitar on one of the remixes, mm. my favorite of the remixes. Um, but this album's been like percolating for a while, and I uh, she's been kind of a long-standing favorite of mine. We're starting off by talking about our history with the artist, so I guess I'm opening with me, and then we can go to Sean and then you, Ben. Love it. Perfect. And uh, so I've really, you know, I love, you know, How to Be a Heartbreaker. I, uh, It's the perfect spin class song. It remains the perfect <laughs> spin class song. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect 30 I, second. I was going to say, I, listening back to Art Pop or editing the episode, I was like, I love the idea of Michael thinking of songs into two categories, spin class song and not a spin class song. <laughs> <laughs> This this is going to sound like a lie, especially right after I said I was a gay accountant, but I also used to teach cycle classes at a gym here in town. <laughs> so I uh, really do sort them into spin or not spin. A modern so, day renaissance man. I know. Oh my I, God. I, <laughs> and he has a nose ring? I, mean. I know. Wow. <laughs> Just killing it. But so I really do sort songs 
spin, not spin. But mm. how to be a heartbreaker, perfect spin song. Really fun, really camp. She's she kind of she's looking camp directly in the eye when she's <laughs> producing content, and uh, that's something I appreciate about her. But I think also she takes herself a little too seriously at times. Um, so I I enjoy seeing you know someone who, you know, you know people contain multitudes, and Marina definitely has that. So. In, what about you, Sean? What's your history with Marina? Well, follow up question: In what way, yeah. like, does she take herself too seriously? What do you mean? She, all of her music is hyper political. Not that that's a bad mm. thing, but it is. She is always talking about like you know, sex, like men in power. It's good. Yeah. And it's but it it definitely because she's been making music since she was like nineteen. You know, some mm. of it maybe hasn't aged perfectly, but you know, it, it, I remember it fondly. I saw a recent tweet that was like, we have to talk about the Tumblrization uh, that, of Marina and the Diamonds. Or like, you know, the Tumblr. How Marina basically like, what's it called? Radicalized us all through Tumblr. That was oh, okay. So. Gotcha. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like, I didn't know her music too well before this really. Like Kai, my boyfriend, is a really big Marina fan. Well, I wouldn't call him a really big fan, but he really liked um, like her early stuff. uh like fruit i think is that the album name fruit mm-hmm. okay fruit yeah fruit uh how to be a heartbreaker um i knew prima donna that's that is like that's a banger i love that song um prima other Donna's so good yeah she like she really she's very gay friendly like all of her music is very gay friendly and uh i don't i don't think it's bad by any means but i just i i guess i don't see how it like stands out compared to other pop music so i'm guess i'm curious what what it is about her that you guys like um because she did, she reminds me of like a happier lana del rey in a sense um kinda... they used to be pretty good friends well they that's were a... compared con- like i were remember they? there was a like huge it was a big very tumblr phase there was like they called it like the court like i don't know it was lana marina florence and ellie golding they all were like kind of coming on the scene at the same time. And the three, four of them were like compared constantly. And I remember oh, like okay. I would always have like memes or like clips from their video that was like these are the four that are like taking over. Mm, okay. Well, I saw and, the photo. I think that, oh, oh, sorry. I was gonna say I saw the photo of her, Lana, Florence, and uh, FKA Twigs. FK Twigs. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I wonder what the like mm-hmm. context is for this. But absolutely none. An amazing <laughs> picture the other day. Uh, of Florence and Azalea Banks hanging out together, and I thought that was so. Fun. Oh, is I'm it, sorry. Is, is it <laughs> Two where, episodes is, in a row. Is it where is it where Florence is holding her hand and they're running on the stage? Yeah, yes. <laughs> that was my background like four years ago. For a long and they're like time. grinning. Azalea's yes. having an amazing like, time. So happy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not. A, it's not a. I've been meaning to listen to that episode without Michael bringing up Azalea Banks <laughs> or Katy Perry. Yes, I have to yeah. do both. That Katy Perry video of her and Bo Burnham is so funny. I had never seen that, but oh, God. Ben, have you seen this video? This is two episodes in a row where I'm talking (laughs) about this video, but whatever. Katy Perry, it is like early Katy Perry, like one of the boys, Katy Perry. And she is laying on top of this piano like... Sorry, I said this uh, early. Uh, this is me exactly repeating what I said. Boobs <laughs> out. She is just like ready, like, and she's like super horny. Like she's like <laughs> moaning into the microphone, and she's like, "Are you guys ready? That's right. Your favorite singer, Bo Burnham, is here." And oh my gosh, he's such a cutie, and thank God he's eighteen. And, and she he like is 
She like looks at, she says that to the audience. And the audience is like, uh, no, uh, crickets. Yeah. Crickets. And then he is sitting at the piano that she's laying on top of. And then she looks over at him and he does not look up at her. He does not interact oh, with her no. at all. And then just I'm gonna starts his it right thing. Out. It's very funny. Oh, it's so God, good. It's too good. It's too good. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no. So other than that, I don't really know. I don't know like anything about her personal life. Um, she's kind of a mystery to me so yeah that's about all i got on her really what about you I ben now is your time ben yeah i and i'm not gonna flex on you all like <laughs> when i i think everyone growing up has like their teen idol pun intended and like mine were like her and gaga because i feel like they came right at like puberty so i remember did you guys ever listen to hoodie allen no mm-hmm. okay hoodie allen he's like a rapper kind of he was like very much kind of 2010s like whatnot but he did a remake of i am not a robot and he called it you are not a robot and so my cousins who were in high, i'm in middle school at the time my cousins who were in high school like thought it was just like the coolest song and so me wanting to impress them was like i have to go find this song so i went i couldn't find it but i found marina and she had just mm. released the family jewels and so i'm on like my android and it was the first album i ever like illegally downloaded because i didn't realize like music existed that wasn't being played on the radio like genuinely sure and so this was like the very first moment i have of realizing as like a 12 year old that like oh my god there's more music than what's on the radio like i did not know this happened Mm -hmm. and so ever since then like i just remember like in sixth grade listening through the family jewels and then like letting that guide my life and then as a freshman in high school electra heart or yeah electra heart comes out and i just Wait, was that literally, like, your first album listening experience? Yeah, like, I didn't, Mm. like, I knew albums, like, were a thing because my parents had, like, a record player and, like, my mom would play James Taylor and stuff, but I just didn't realize, like, even, like, Katy Perry or Gaga, who were, like, big at the time, I only knew, like, paparazzi, like, the songs on the radio, I didn't realize, like, you have, like, Hummingbird Heartbeat or, like, Mm -hmm. things that aren't making it to the radio. Yeah, truly. But, like, I (laughs) I just didn't know that songs that went on the radio also existed. And so at that point, I was like, oh, my God, this is so interesting. And I just, like, she truly, like, indirectly made me realize that, like, music exists. Sorry, your first album didn't get to be Portable Sounds like mine was by (laughs) Toby Mac. Oh, my gosh. I did see. Oh, you know, I saw him in concert a few times, and they sang. (laughs) They sang that funky Jesus music, and I just recently I decided to re-listen to Toby Mac, and I was like, "This is not. This would not be allowed in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty one. Like diverse city, Toby Mac." Do not I, do this. I still say, like, there was a lyric in the song Funky Jesus Music called, and it, they said, give me that soulful gumbo. And I, <laughs> like, I still, like, in my daily life, I'm like, I'll be, like, with my friends. I'm like, how are you guys giving me that soulful gumbo today? <laughs> Have you given me that hip, that rock, that funk, that soul? Yes. Give me that juicy <laughs> flow. flow. Give me that funk A. Oh, Toby. Do him next week. Let's do Toby. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I think Winter Jam, we could, we could meet up. Winter Jam. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my history with her, where it's just, like, very much she was the onset of, like, like you were saying, like, when I'm hitting Tumblr, when I'm, like, having this coming of age of, like, who am I, like, understanding what queerness is, like, all of these things, like, Marina was very much, and it sounds like very gay and very cliche, but like the artist who was like walking with me. And I think that's why like I will always love her is because I have like such a loyalty to her because like it's always been so impactful. Mm. And 
she she remains unproblematic. I mean, majority. Yeah. She is doing a much better job than any of the other yes. people yeah. in her totally. squad. Yes. Maybe Florence Welsh, but Florence Welsh is kind of apolitical to some degree. She just doesn't so. exist aside from, like, talking about books or her art. Right. Well, Florence Welsh is, as we all know, uh, a water nymph that cannot go on land. So, I think <laughs> so that, true. That, so true. You know, as the years pass by and, you know, the water rises, Florence Welsh will only grow more, more powerful. So, so true. <laughs> we will have to see. Climate change is her friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Sean, you were talking earlier about uh, just how you don't really, like, get the Marina thing. Like, she's, like, how how is she political? Do you, you were well, asking? Well, no, no, no. I, I get, like, this album is very political. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, like, musically, it feels all very, like, gen- <laughs> I don't, I'm shooting down your guys' fave, but, like, no, it all feels very, like, generic to me, I feel like. What albums have you listened to? I've listened to, well, this, and then I've listened to a little bit of Fruit, okay. and I think a little bit of How to Be a Heartbreaker. I think Fruit is her most unique album. Stop me if I'm wrong there, but I think Fruit. I really like Fruit. I think Fruit yes. is maybe my favorite of her albums. Really? Uh, Love and Fear. If you had just listened to Love and Fear, Sean, I would agree Absolutely with you. Absolutely agree. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Love and Fear is... So I thought she was about to start entering, you know, her flop era with Love and Fear. It's a <laughs> and little... she did. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> Although I do like, like, I like the songs. I will listen to them. But yes. it's not, it doesn't, it's not unique, which I know yes. you're saying none of it's unique, but... It I, loses the flair that she has with a lot of her writing. So sure. I think she uses a lot of metaphor and a lot of, um, I don't know, very, she's very Brit pop in a yes. certain way. Mm. Like, See, I think too, like you looking at her in the scope of like when albums come out, like Family Jewels coming out in 2010, like it was pop but it had in my opinion a lot of like angst to it and a lot of like anger and a lot of just like like depth where I feel like at the time like I'm looking at similar pop music where you're having like one of the boys and you're having these other fun pop songs that are just like taking up a marina I felt like represented like a kid who liked pop music but was like trying to be like trendy or like a little underground because mm. it was like cool to like her and I think her music kind of represented that where like it was political and it had a bit of a punch but it was also like easy like enough easy listening so like if i'm listening in my room my parents aren't going to get angry or like think i'm listening to like inappropriate things mm, okay gotcha. at least that was with family jewels yeah, okay. sex yeah is my mom's favorite song <laughs> as it should be <laughs> oh i could talk forever about electro heart that album radicalized me <laughs> well guess what we're not talking about that album ben <laughs> True. we're actually talking about ancient dreams of modern land which is uh Perfect segue to talking about the themes of this album. So we've kind of been hitting on it. It's very political. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, do you want to start talking about the um, you know themes you've seen in the album? Yeah, I mean, half of it is a like "fuck you" to the world, and the other half is like I am going through a breakup with mm-hmm. her four-year boyfriend and roommate, and I think it's like this beautiful like symphony. Where I feel like at first when I listened to the album, I was like very, I, the themes felt very juxtaposing, but as the album's kind of sat with me now for like a week, it's felt 
like it feels incredibly cohesive in having those two themes because they feel very like they just have a lot of um I don't know, I guess, like, longing to them. I, well, I think Marina really loves to do d- duality in her album. She Always. loves to do, like, like love and fear was supposed to be, like, con- conceptual. Like, oh, we're, you know, human, you know the theory that, like, human yes. beings have essentially two emotions, love and fear, and every mm. other emotion is a combination of the two. Like, this is a little bit, like, ancient dreams in a modern land is, like, a really far-reaching statement. Like, totally. we are... You know, we are animals. We want mm-hmm. to go back to a time before we had form. And then, oh, also, like, you know, my boyfriend broke up and I broke up and fuck that mm-hmm. guy. Like, <laughs> you know. No, totally. Specific to me from, like, you know, the universe down mm-hmm. to just her. So Exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, once again, what she did with Electro Heart, where it was, like, the archetypes of you're either a housewife, a beauty queen, a homewrecker, or a teen idol, you know, and, like, all women fall into one of those categories. And I think it's what she does best. What about you, Sean? Themes you noticed? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, like, like everything... It's a very a political record, obviously. But I read an article where she was like, there's no, like, one message she said, but she said, like, I hope that people feel free when they listen to it. Um, which I think, like, ties into, like, the, like, subcategories of this album. Like, you know, basically, like, nobody can bring you down. Like, only you can... It's, I feel like a lot of it's that idea of, like, only you can, what's, I don't even know the the phrase for it, but, like, only you, you decide how you react to certain problems in your life, I guess, and how you, yeah. Wow, I'm really articulating very well. Um, I mean, you're doing better (laughs) than my themes. I come into this podcast hot with, with, like, one take, and then I'm like, you know, you my take. (laughs) But, uh, but no, and there's also this, like, like, yes, there's, like, sub- category themes i guess but uh obviously like the second half of the album is more like you know about the breakup but i think the first half is really about this idea of wanting to be like part of something bigger um you know she brings up like racism global warming um all these societal problems you know she kind of just brings up the idea that like we need to realize that we're all in this together we're all part of the same thing and i think on one song she says like oh on ancient dreams she says back to a time before i had form um you know so she's basically saying like we don't need to worry about like gender or like you know any of that basically like we're all the same we need to just let it all go so it took me having to watch the like visualization of that song to realize it was back to a time when i had form i thought it was back to a time before i had fun oh and i was like dang (laughs) brutal Maybe she did that on purpose. <laughs> Slurring the words. I I just read an interview with, with her where she says she wishes she didn't write music that was so uh she said so goddamn hard to sing live. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She said mm-hmm. she every single one of these songs, especially Venus Flytrap, mm-hmm. she had to do like eight different takes for each yes. verse, basically. Yeah. Like to even sing it right one time. And she's like, That's gonna be it for this recording <laughs> session. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. But didn't she say She's something very charming. like? Didn't she say something like, "I feel bad for like the first few tour dates because I'm gonna be like warm it up <laughs> yes. or something." <laughs> yes, 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 yes. She's yeah. like, "Hopefully, my vocal cords can do it." Yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, recently, so I, I, I was keeping track of Marina during her like COVID journey a little bit, you know. Uh, and her floral through, arrangements. Oh, her floral <laughs> arrangements. My favorite is her 
women should not have to dye their hair. Love uh, it. Beauty standard. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. She went really hard on that. Like, she was letting her, like, gray grow in. And mm. then she's like, mm, you know what, actually, <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> it has an album coming out. I'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's time for press. Uh-huh. And I think those pictures do not exist anymore. But. <laughs> that was on her Instagram? Yeah. Mm-hmm. she. I love, I think she's so beautiful, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, wow, look at this beautiful woman. Which, like, you know, a gay person's version of a beautiful woman is, like, someone with, like, long hair and gargantuan boobs. Who's like, I love and this lady. A cinched waist, always wearing neon <laughs> yeah, clothes. Yeah, like, she's so snatched. I love this woman. I want my women to look like drag queens, but sing better than them. So. That's yeah. literally what she is. No, I know. But uh, you guys have pretty much hit on, you know, this, the themes. I feel like she has sang about global warming multiple times. Uh, she yeah. is perpetually uh, thinking about global warming, which, you know, I can relate. This is the thing that will bring me to tears if I let my, if I, you know, don't have two different devices on me at all times. <laughs> so I just have to ignore it and push through, right? Yeah. So. I think it's interesting because I feel a lot of times in the past when she's made, like, political things or big, like, unifying songs or whatnot. They've always been more, like, ballads, but I love that, like, her... It's now more of, like, packing a punch, you know? Like, I mean, the first mm-hmm. four songs, like, they all have some relevancy to, like, a social issue to, like, some injustice or something, and it's very fast-paced and it's very, like, high energy the whole time where it's, like, in my opinion, as, like... When, I mean, especially hearing them as singles, it was, like, it just felt a lot more urgent to be, like we are purging the poison, like, now, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Like, let's do it. It's not just, like, this unifying, like, you know? Yeah. Like, an action call, the, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. The first four songs are all, like, ba 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 And those were all the singles, which has really yeah. misrepresents the album, in my opinion. <laughs> Entirely. Uh, although, uh, I, I don't want to start getting into highlights, but uh, I, I, during these, while these singles were coming out, I told my boyfriend, I was like, this is going to be my favorite album of the year. Like, mm-hmm. you know, after uh, Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land came out, I was like, wait, this is so good. It sounds like uh, an old song of hers, Mowgli's Road. It's like mm. her redoing it, basically. for like, It's like a, you know, it's like what Taylor Swift is doing with her album, but if she wrote new lyrics and did new instrumentation yes. and... You know, it sounds exactly like Mowgli's Road. It also sounds like another certain song, if you guys picked up on that. Womanizer? What song, which, what song are we talking about? Ancient oh, Dreams yeah, yeah. in a Modern Land. Okay. It does sound like Womanizer. Sounds you know, a lot yes. like Womanizer. <laughs> you know that's on purpose, right? Mm-mm. I did not know she, that. So I was reading an interview with her uh, as well. Sorry, I, I came in way more prepared than usual. I was like <laughs> reading articles. But she uh, wanted to be like, uh, this, this album is entirely produced by women and it only has oh, cool yeah um and it has mostly you know it has either gender non-conforming or female features like oh okay like with its um remixes and stuff too mm. which i feel like is really interesting but she was talking about how she was really inspired by britney spears to uh like be more sexual so the cover mm. of the album is like a take on the Britney Spears Hit Me Baby One More Time cover where she's mm-hmm. like going through the bead curtain. Uh, if, if you compare them side by side, they look like almost exactly alike. And uh, I Love You But I Love Me More is uh, like, sounds like Oops, I Did It Again, but slowed down. Huh. Okay. I'll have yeah. to listen to it again. Wow. I didn't, I didn't pick up on yeah. that. Huh. So 
She's kind of uh, doing like a, she's like doing Britney Spears-ish is what okay. she's doing on this. So, I mean, it, it in no way evokes Britney Spears, but it, uh, you know. There's she's, similarities, yeah. She's doing but, a really. thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. It's an homage, yeah. It's an homage, yes, a take <laughs> on Britney Spears. So, uh, thank you for accidentally knocking me into talking about that, because that was going to be <laughs> one of the things I was going to talk about. Um, Beautiful. But I really, I really like that it's juxtaposed. When I first listened to this album, I thought they need that she should have mixed up the tracks a little bit because I felt like it was like highly emotional people right after uh, which which track is it right after Purge the Poison is like mm-hmm. slam on the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Stop. You are edging and then you are just done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No more. It, it is, yes. Absolutely. So, you know, that's that's a definite issue for me. And I think trans, transitions pretty well into, into probably low lights for me, I think, is what I want to hit on next. Sean, are you, like, that's cool. yeah, I opposed mean, to yeah. hitting on low lights? Am I, like, zooming through this? I don't want to be, like... I think we're okay. We're a half hour in. We're good, I think. Okay, okay, okay. I, uh, Andrew, our other co-host, he did not want to be involved in uh, the making of these episodes. Because it's Pride Month. He's not gay. And uh, oh, he hates gays. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so you ask like, gays to join? Mm-hmm. Is that what <laughs> yeah, it was? Okay. I mean, it's easy when you when you're like, you want to talk about pop music? It's like a trap. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> you have to drive eight hours, and it's like okay, yeah. I'll do it still. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, he was like, he texted us today because I think today was the first time he ever heard the other episode we did, and he said. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this is like a little bit too much of a peek behind the curtain for our recording schedule, but you know that's fine. But he uh, he uh, texted us and was like, "Wow, you guys like went right into talking about the album." Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I'm hosting, baby. <laughs> um, and anyways, I had a good transition, but I stopped it. Uh, I was wanting to talk about the lowlights of the album, and uh, I'm unfortunately going to have to give my first low light award to highly emotional people which oh. i actually like but it the the low light of it is its positioning in the album i oh, think fair. it at the very least should be swapped with new america so Absolutely. it would make Absolutely. more sense yeah new america keeps the political aspect and transitions into the personal aspect it actually does that. Mm. Highly emotional people does not do that, in my opinion. So, but uh, not as a low light. That's that's it. It's not one of my highlights, but it is a low light just in its positioning. I think it it makes it this very short album kind of hard to listen through all the way because it like derails it to me. But well, then like past that, past New America, I got like. See, I don't know. I'm torn because I get what you're saying, but also, like, I was pretty, not bored, I guess, but, I mean, I guess a little bored, but of the second half of the record, because it was a lot of, like, piano ballads, and uh, so, I I don't know, I like the idea of, like, throwing in more upbeat songs and, like, mixing it up, but I also get where that kind of fucks with the narrative of it, but that was a low light for me, which is kind of the placing of the songs. Yes. I just that, lost a I little interest. More, so. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, it's, it's such a short album, too. It's only 10 tracks. It's yeah. 33 minutes long. It's like, come on. Like, I don't know. I, I I get she's doing a thing with the positioning of the songs, but 
but it's interesting too. I mean, she had. I mean, she teased the song "Pink Convertible" for like a while, and it was like a pretty political song. Like she played it on an Instagram live last summer. Like she had talked about it had been mastered like back in like. Mm-hmm. March mm-hmm. and then it just like wasn't on the album and so I remember a lot of fans were like where is this and so I think there might have been some maybe like last minute like changing or whatnot because that was like one that was everyone was like anticipating the most of the album mm-hmm. oh okay it was like that in Venus Flytrap I I remember that I didn't really have that mm-hmm. she she doesn't really have her music leak very much does she mm-hmm. she's she's got the password to her Google Drive you know not written <laughs> right next to her or, or just no one's knocking on the door <laughs> <laughs> I, well, Charlie XCX has no password on hers, but her <laughs> Lana are just like, you want it? Here's my email. Like, <laughs> totally. Like, you know, millions of people around the mm-hmm. world know Charlie XCX's social security number, so <laughs> no one's knocking. That's so rude. This is your fave. This is your fave, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, that being said, <laughs> I'm going to hit one more low light because I've only got one more and then we could switch to you guys. I think uh, Pandora's Box is my true low light of the album. I Pandora's Box has such a fantastical name. I was really excited to hear it, but it's, uh, you know, very par for the course. It's like, you know, yes. what's the analogy? Oh, you opened up Pandora's Box. You don't know what you lost. Boom. See ya, baby. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think there's always, I had a very similar reaction, like, anytime a pop girly, like, unveils a track list, I'm like, okay, what are going to be my favorites? And I remember, like, when Chromatica was out, it was, like, Plastic Doll, and then Plastic Doll came out, and I was like, it's cute, but it's definitely not, like, a favorite, and that was, like, exactly Pandora's box, where it was, like, it's good. A lot of people, I was actually going through Reddit today, and they were doing, like, rankings of favorite songs, and, like, it made, like, a majority of people's, like, favorite which i was surprised by and i'm like am i just not hearing it correctly or <laughs> let, let me let me hear it, let me listen to it again. And it's not bad like no it's like definitely like a middle tier song in her whole discography but like on the album it's probably like my least favorite yeah i will say like a lot of like i don't not like any of these songs like they're all mm-hmm. pretty decent but mm-hmm. some of them definitely placed lower for me like i i enjoyed listening to the record but some of them just didn't stand out as much like pandora's box I didn't like goodbye. I don't even really remember Ugh. what <laughs> you like that one. I love goodbye. <laughs> In flowers, yeah. flowers is good. She sounds yeah. really good on flowers too. Yes, yeah. She's very t- she's very like vocally talented. Like totally. I think I love what she does with her voice. It's impossible to sing along, and that's why I <laughs> love to play it in the car and sing along. <laughs> impossible for her to yes. sing along too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And my my. Uh, my boyfriend is the driver of the two of us. You know, yes. that's the that's the true Likewise. question. Twenty twenty one, not who's the top, who's the bottom, who's the driver, <laughs> who drives, and, and uh, I uh, Hayden, you know, drives us around everywhere, and I'm like always trying to get the aux cord so I can play like my music, and he's always like, it's it's like way too pop poppy he likes like tennis he has good music taste yes and i have bad music taste <laughs> and really. so i'll be like time for me to sing you ready for some <laughs> karaoke i'm i'm the james gordon of our relationship <laughs> See, my, Wait. Ge- oh go ahead oh i was just gonna say i genuinely like the first probably three or four months i was dating my boyfriend we would like drive in the car and he's a singer so like he sounds good but like anytime I would sing along and it wouldn't even be loud, like I would just be like humming it along. He would like subconsciously turn up the volume. So it was uh, just like drowning uh, me uh, out. And I was like, oh my God. And then one day I like brought it up and he was like, I don't know, I just don't like listening to bad sounds. And I was like, <laughs> okay. 
Welp. Oh, boy. Wow. I cannot believe the child prodigy singer of Pavarotti <laughs> would do that to you. Oh, I can. It makes, all, it makes all the sense. He likes the album, so if that has well, his approval. When's their collab coming out? Not soon enough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 this is a thing that has crossed my mind and totally, if you do not want me to ask you this, okay. do you just want like Grayson to just like, you're like, okay, reach out, reach out to this, this pop star. Like, come <laughs> on. Do I, I have truly over the years, like not even others, but even like in dating him too, I've like tried to figure out how many degrees of separation I have from her. Right. <laughs> so like in dating him, I'm like, what is my degree of separation to her? And there's like, it's even more like he just, I don't think they overlap like in any way. And so that's why <laughs> right. I've really taken it even more upon myself to like <laughs> make M- Marina memes, tweet her, Instagram <laughs> her, like anything I can do to get her to acknowledge me. She favorited one of my tweets back in like mm. 2014. And so I know she like knows I exist, but that was back when she was still using Twitter. And so like, that's truly, I wish I had more of a connect than I do. Well, you know, that's, F- that, that is a bummer. Well, what's, what's the you know, point like, of dating him then? Yeah, yeah, if you have a pop star boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. why would he not connect you to other pop stars? <laughs> right. I do not understand. Exactly. That's what they've yeah. been saying. <laughs> well, I mean, and his collab with Azalea Banks got scrapped, so I'm sure that, that is on the pipe too. <laughs> Tabled for now. We'll, we'll take that out. We'll take that out. <laughs> yeah. I won't actually say that joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I just don't ever want to be. Uh, we we had a improv act actor who's like pretty well known come on the podcast, and I was like baiting her to say bad things about Matthew Morrison, and she was like not doing it. And I was like, "Come on, that's not going to ruin your career. Once say again, bad things about Matthew Morrison." <laughs> so cool. I have my like. I just kind of I've learned over the like. We've definitely had a few like mishaps where it's like, "Hey Ben, maybe we shouldn't be tweeting that," or like maybe like. <laughs> Let's look at things this way. So I'm like, okay. And so you, like, I've, you come home, there's like a social media. Like, I have trainer. a, I have a binder. It's like, <laughs> like the do's and don'ts. And so no, I've just like, over the years I've learned and more so it's just kind of like his life and my life. And so I just, I don't know. We intersect in a way, but like usually professionally, not no. this is professional, but like, I just don't make comments because I'm scared I'll say a bad comment. Well, I, 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 uh, I don't mean for this to be a. Let me ask you about Grayson. Podcast, oh, not at I, all. I mean, it can uh, be. I can. No, tell no, no. I, I just, I've recently, I remember seeing uh, you posted a picture of you with Grayson, and someone had like a Instagram account name that was like Ben and Grayson Forever, and I, I was like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is a normal person that I know <laughs> who has an Instagram name after that. That was like so last summer he posted a photo like of us hiking or something and then immediately mm-hmm. there were like four twitter accounts that was like ben grace and chance or like oh my gosh ben, and it was just like so it's very bizarre and very like i don't know still like will never make sense to me because i'm like once again i'm like i work at a coffee shop like what like what, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but i digress uh, i i just cannot believe it i love it i you know who knows maybe i'm running one of those 
Who knows? <laughs> I would please. I'll interact. I always do. <laughs> like they were tweeting my friends happy birthday, like on their birthday, and one of them didn't get a happy birthday shout out. And on the birthday, they were like, they were like genuinely angry. So I DM'd them. I was like, hey, like I know, I, I know, like this is a big deal. Could you please like DM this person just because like you've been my two other yeah. best friends, and like this is the third. Like they feel a little left out, and they're like, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm on it. I don't know who this person is. I'm like, okay. it's some thirteen year old. Some thirteen year old. Entirely. Yeah. Yeah. So that is hilarious. That that's a good story. Okay, let's let's <laughs> let's snap on back to the album. I'm so sorry about that. Um, I think I think my biggest low light, and it was like you said, but it was like the misrepresentation of the album. And I love love a Marina Power ballad. Like Happy mm-hmm. was the second release of Fruit, following Fruit, and I think that very easily could have happened with like flowers or highly emotional people following i think man's world should have never been released i think it should have started with purge the poison in like february agreed agreed so that's like the first remark that just needs to be made so i think it should have been like purge the poison and then we do either highly emotional people i love you i love me more or flowers to get a bit of a variety and then come back with venus by trap so you have that duality instead of it just being like all of the but, upbeat but no and ancient you... dreams no ancient dreams you no i think single, i think single i think schedule. see see listen i think you t- Keep Ancient Dreams because that's like, in my opinion, the magnum opus of the album. Oh, it's so good. It's so I good. I can't believe how good it it's is. It's so good. And so I think it's, or once again, you do like a fruit where you just like have the single be like. The best the, song. The best song. Like the lead mm-hmm. single be like the name of the album. So I think you could do that. Or I think you save it where like Blue and Savages, sorry to bring up fruit, but like Blue and Savages were saved for the album. And then when you're listening to the album, you're like, oh my God, these are so good. Uh, I that think with Can't dreams. Pin Me Down is maybe the best song on Fruit. Well, I just agree to disagree, but I <laughs> love okay. that this you is, have that opinion. <laughs> this is not a Fruit podcast, but... So not yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, Sean, Marina, you were saying goodbye and Flowers is a little like... But Marina always ends her albums with a relatively boring song. <laughs> but that could be good. That could be good. I like it, but... You know, like, uh, is Immortal the closer? For- yes. Yes. So, and F- Fear and Loathing is Electro Heart, which is arguably one of her best songs. But yeah, I won't, but they're all they, they're all down down tempo significantly from the album. Oh, and Soft to Be Strong, the song I totally remember how it goes is the closer of Love and Fear. Let's say End of the Earth is the closer of uh, Love and Fear instead, since it's the closer of Love. But Soft to Be Strong is good though. Once again, off topic, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the artist. You know, you you visit her as needed, ad hoc. But actually, I love and fear. So, Sean, this like to give context into this album. You love need and fear. <laughs> no, I think you do need it for. I agree for to come into this. I was like, love and fear. Every single song seems like she wrote it for something else, and is like, mm, you can put it on the album. Mm-hmm. That was on the album. That was the album previous to this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So she has this song, uh, "End of the Earth," which literally sounds like it's from Stranger Things. Like she wrote it for like the end credits of Stranger Things. It uses like all the instrumentation of Stranger Things, basically, like eighties like synthwave kind of stuff. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And but it's like on this album, and I was like, like what the fuck? Like it was like <laughs> it came out like about the same time as like season three of. Stranger Things or whatever. Mm. And so I was like Googling. I was like, this sounds like 
this is like a crazy song on this album. Like, it doesn't sound like anything. And she was like, yeah, I wrote that for a movie, but then oh. they scrapped it. But then I still wanted to put it on my album. And I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> yes. And I think, so she had quit music after Fruit. And she had this huge article. Mm. She was like, I'm quitting music. And this is why I love her, because she's always so committed to what she does, even if it's for a very short amount of time. <laughs> and so she was like, I'm quitting music. Makes this big stance about it. And so then, like... Two years later, she's like, just kidding, I'm back. And so we're like, okay. And so I was expecting this huge, like, she's back, like, she's figured out. She sounded like she was very realized. And then this album came out, and, like, I listened to it. I enjoyed it. I'm a diehard fan, but it was definitely just, like, I was just bored. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Yeah. Sean, we would not have, you would have quit the podcast yes. before you did. And mm-hmm. so yes. that's why coming into this album, I was, my expectations were just like very low. Cause I was like, it's just going to be very generic pop. That's like seeking to like say something, but like never does. And the production feels very like cute. Mm-hmm. But then whenever like man's world came out, I was like, okay, this is really interesting. Like I do like this. It's not my favorite song by any means, but like I do like this. And then for me, it was like purge the poison came and I was like, Oh my God. Like the pop star that like I love from 10 years ago. Like I felt mm-hmm. like, like this was my favorite song from her probably since like, actually like the song fruit like six years prior Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, so it was kind of like a return to force with this album so it's like exciting for fans of hers especially so yeah but i I do feel like she like put out the best songs first and then i got like really hyped over those and then didn't like the rest of this album but also like i don't know what the standard is for like number of singles but i was like she put out like half the album in the singles which is it's really interesting to me. Yeah, I was like, well, it's, but like she's two. released most of them in the last like three weeks. So yeah, <laughs> Man's World was the lead. It was the lead single. <laughs> well, she had said Man's World was supposed to come out like, and she was going to play it at Coachella. Like surprise, just like I don't know who she was hopping on stage with, but like it was going to be released around Coachella weekend, or maybe she was performing at Coachella or something, and that was just going to be like a fun song, kind of like I feel like Gaga did the Cure. Like it was going to be like a here's a cute song, and mm-hmm. so then like I think she released it in November and wasn't, didn't really have like the album like fully ready yet. And then it was like, okay, well let's just tie it in. Yeah. Hmm. Also the cure is definitely a song that ended up being too good for the soundtrack of, Oh, uh, a star is uh, born. Oh, entire, entirely. It was like supposed to be like her shitty pop song. And then they were like, wait a second. This is actually good. This good. is Lee <laughs> Gaga. Who yes. This song. Not Allie Main. <laughs> Even though I love Hair Body Face, I wish Lady Gaga would promote Hair Body Face a little yes. more. And Heal Me. Heal Me is work. song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, speaking of music we like, like Hair Body Face, let's maybe transition into highlights. Sure. Highlights. Awesome. Ben, what are your highlights from this album? Oh, God. So many. <laughs> um, honestly, though, like the final. I think it's, like, the final three, like, I Love You But I Love Me More, I think is one that I will listen to for, like, a very long time. Like, it's not one that I'm, like, I'm putting it on all the time, but it's just, like, a very good listen. And I, once again, I think Marina does it so well of being, like, I'm this bitch. Like, pre- like creating this, like, theory of, like, opulence and then being, like, self-love. And I think Venus Flytrap does that where she says, like, mm-hmm. I'm a millionaire. And, like, I did it all myself. It's, like... It's so people it's, on the internet stop telling you... But she's poor. And I know. I know. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to do it. And so that's why I love it. Like, I just love her songs. And I think that's why you guys are saying you like Prima Donna. Like, you like How to Be a Heartbreaker. Because it's all these songs where she's saying, like, I'm this bitch. I'm so cool. Like, I'm powerful. And I think highlights are for sure Venus Flytrap. 
and I love you, but I love me more just because it's her like doing that whole self love thing, but in like a mm. campy and kind of like gay, gay way, you know, like I mm-hmm. think those are just songs that like gays love, but then like beyond <laughs> that, like the final two songs, like flowers, I feel like hit the other dichotomy where it's like, I'm either always listening to pop or I'm listening to like very like emotional, like types pop. of things. Pop. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Truly. And so it's just like those like flowers in and of itself, I think is just so, so interesting to me. And the premise of being like, literally, if you would have bought me flowers, maybe I would have stayed. And it's just like such a simple notion. But like, when I heard that, I was like, like my jaw dropped because I have a relationship from a few years back. And I'm just like, like, it's not hard. You know, I don't know. And I just thought those were really, really beautiful songs with good production that had a very distinct meaning, which I haven't seen in a minute from her. And again, I no. think like her vocal performance on him like really like sells it for me. Mm-hmm. So, at least on flowers, it's, it evokes the emotion it needs to, and it, like flat the, the the like the conceit of flowers that like you know the relationship ended because there was passion. It was passionless. Is so like you know it makes you think like I'm like you know what am I doing? You know what totally. have I done for my boyfriend? Right. Today? Yes. You know? <laughs> like no, totally. So. Yeah. We we uh I am currently immobile. I ruptured my Achilles, so I am like Hayden is like taking lots of care of me, like he's like really helping me out. And uh like he's like helping put like a trash bag over my boot so I could take a shower basically. Uh-huh. And I'm like I am like incapable of like taking care of myself right now, basically, right? Like I'm like, Hayden, come take my bowl. I'm done eating. <laughs> like <laughs> You know, and I'm just like, wow, I wish I could be doing nice things for Hayden right now. But it's like, I, because I'm like, I hate to not be self-sustaining, you know? Totally. But, Mm. like, I've recently had to come to grips with, like, he can do these nice things for me. And that is, you know, his flowers. Mm -hmm. uh, His, you know, like, he's doing the flowers right now by by doing everything for me. And, And I need to remember and I would never, I would not have been forgetting, but it especially reminds me, you know, when I can walk, you know, do my flowers totally. too. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And so. I think that was the best. I ask people so often, I'm like, what is any relationship advice? Like anyone who's been dating someone, and I like keep a running list on my phone just because I'm like, I want all the information I can. And like so many people say just like doing very small kind things or like showing the mm-hmm. other person that like you care and like very like inexpensive or very easy ways and I think I don't know the song just hit on that for me and I don't know why like I literally the first time I listened I just started crying and I like still don't know why but I was just like yes like this feels really nice to me Sean what about you what are highlights for you <laughs> all right goodbye no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> I disagree wait let, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's, let me try that again wow Ben me too I also was moved by that song I so love wait. flowers that's crazy uh, yeah. <laughs> wow do you guys want me to retell my anecdote? I already used it up. <laughs> uh, a highlight for me, I really I really like Man's World. Um, I really liked it when it came out. I thought, like, I don't know. I mean, I also didn't have, like, a huge background into Marina. But I liked that it was, like, a little less poppy than her previous mm-hmm. stuff, I felt like. But uh, I also think it's, like, mixed really well. To me, a lot of the songs on, like, on the first half of this record, they... They're pretty great, but they sound like a hair crowded, I think, at times. But this one I thought was like perfectly mixed. The guitars sound really good. And uh, yeah, Man's World, I think, is probably my favorite. And uh, I liked highly uh, emotional people. 
I don't know why, but I, <gasps> what? I, I like it too. Here's the thing. It just ruins the, the flow of the album for me. Sure, That's sure. It. I like it, but Sean, uh, have you heard all the remixes of Man's World? I have not. There is a really good one, which Empress of was the like, oh, the sure, DJ yeah. who did it. Yeah. And uh, Pablo Vitar is on it. And I, I've mm. been watching Drag Race uh, España lately, and I, I like you know took Spanish in high school, but I love to like fancy myself as like oh I I'm conversational at Spanish, right? Totally. Like, <laughs> yeah, not true, not true. <laughs> but I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah, la mujer. I know that it's the woman. <laughs> the woman. Yes, I know this. Uh-huh. Like yeah, Pablo Vitar is my favorite artist. I understand mm. every word yes. Pablo Vitar says, but that I think the remix is a man's world. It was really, she was really extending the life of that single, but that remix is really good. So Yeah, didn't you say she did eight remixes? It's a lot. It's, okay. Uh, eight was maybe there's, a li- there's, there's one with Muna. I liked that one. Mm. And then there's Man's World Stripped, which is, this is a thing that she does that I hate. She loves to release acoustic versions of her songs that are not really acoustic. Lots of pop girls do yes. this. It is just the vocals from the regular album with a different acoustic track over it. And I'm, oh. I'm spoiled by the artist Lights, who I really like. Uh, and Lights does full acoustic versions of every single album that she releases. And they're different takes on each song. So it's like, you can't... like You can't you just take the involved, vocal track, yeah, and slap it on something else. You involved in the release of this acoustic track at all. Yeah. It's just a strip... It's just... Someone else being like, let me delete this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> let me add in a guitar, a fake right. guitar. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Drives me nuts. But I think, too, though, Sean, to hearken what you said about, like, Man's World, all of my friends who, like, have known I've loved Marina forever but haven't listened to her, like, when Man's World came out, they were like, oh, my gosh, we really like this. So I mm-hmm. think a lot of, like, non-Marina fans really gravitated towards the song and, like, it's one of their favorites too. Yeah, at least among my friends. And I can't like really pinpoint why exactly, but like something totally. about it just like stood out to me. And uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite on the record. I also love Venus Flytrap. I think it's like it slaps, and uh, the like whole self empowerment is like it's it's very like it's 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 very motivating. It's have you watched the uh, music videos? Mm-mm. That have come out, Sean. So good. The one for Venus Flytrap is so it's so fun. fun. It is so fun. She's in like five different outfits, basically, and then she makes the Venus Flytrap, who's like she's doing like um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, basically. Like she's mm. in like a Little Shop of Horrors dress, and the Venus Flytrap is like you know puppets, and she's like ah, like being chased by it, and then uh, she like takes the camera and gives it to the Venus Flytrap, and then she's like. <laughs> like making it film her it's really good it's okay so i will good. check it out yeah and it, i think that song too like you saying like cycle songs like i love a <laughs> pop song that is just short and like hitting it. like babylon next level charlie venus flytrap like i literally now have all those songs on a playlist and it's like these are just my like high intensity like mm-hmm. pop songs and i think it's so good and i yeah love it a lot more than i thought i would I just need the house remix of Babylon to come out. The one that was made for her makeup line that has not come out yet. That's like, put up, put up, put up, put up. I need that. It's on, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube and it will be on that, you know, that fake remix album that will never come out. So, so soon. So soon. So soon. Wait, 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 wait. Sean, I talked about this also, but you know, literally every famous gay artist has said they're on one of these songs. Like, 
of the Chromatica Remix album. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's every artist, though, in the hyper-pop sphere, you know? Like, it's all the ones that are just, like, friends. So I could actually see it happening, like... But I feel like it'd once again be independent of Gaga, where, like, she doesn't do anything. It's just all these people who want to just, like, get together and do a project, you know? And Charlie XCX's music, you know, you could just record, like, you could take my voice speaking and do the, like, you know, that's a Charlie XCX song (laughs) you want it to be. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, my my highlight is definitely Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land. Uh, when I first heard it, I could not believe how good it was. It was like, <laughs> like you know, pump that shit right into my brain. It is, <laughs> you know, bum ba da da, and uh, it is you know her classic overreaching themes of a song. Mm-hmm. She's talking about you know evolution before she was she had form. She's like, yeah, you know, microbes. Mm. I'm thinking about that shit. Like I love to, <laughs> I love to be, you know, I love being Marina. I love to talk about, you know, things that no one else sings about. So I, I love that song. I think it's, it's like one, the perfect pop song. It's the best song on the album. And then I think goodbye is my second highlight. I really like goodbye. I think it's a real, it's maybe this might be recency bias, but I think it's my favorite of her album closers. I think, uh, her voice sounds really good. I, I'm so glad that she takes care of her voice. She sounds just as good as she did when she, you know, released her early mm. work. And I really appreciate her as an artist. She's like one of my one of my favorite singers. So sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm No I'm not I'm, trying to I, mean, I hope I'm not coming is... off as a dick, but if Michael and I have been doing this our whole life, we uh, Marina, yeah. <laughs> if Marina fans know anything, it's how to defend her. <laughs> so, my, my, like, there's no apology necessary. Okay. My best friend, Jordan, she literally says to me the other day, who is Marina and the Diamonds? And I'm like, what? And she's like, this woman who you keep posting on your Instagram story has, <laughs> does not exist. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I've never heard of this artist before two like you started posting about her like two weeks ago and i'm like what and i'm like have you heard this song you know like and i played like how to be a heartbreaker for her and she's like no and I'm like, that's wild yeah and i'm like okay have you heard like you know saying like, that on glee like right? literally. <laughs> <laughs> but then i'm just like come on and she's like i think gay people she's like fuck it with me at a certain point but she's like i think gay people have made up marina to trick me into thinking she's existed for a long time. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. We'll revisit. But, you know, Sean, you kind of disliking this album d- pales in comparison to this woman is an industry player. Okay, yeah. They've put fake YouTube videos <laughs> from the past on YouTube with You're delusional. Views. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to come off as, like, I, I don't not like her. I just, I don't know. Just per- for me personally, doesn't do much i guess but it's not bad i just it doesn't do much for me personally so and i also think too like i you guys like grew up listening to her and i i didn't like this was like seminal and and, like like i think ben said this was like seminal and you're like kind of coming out and realizing your sexuality and stuff like i was listening to like elliot smith and like bright eyes and stuff and like crying and uh, yeah. so, coming from different areas kind of but sean is a depression gay yeah see that was also my duality where it's like my four favorite artists are like Gaga, Marina, Beach House, and Slow Dive. So it's like, oh, nice. Which okay. one am I today? You yeah. know. <laughs> and so it's like, I truly do get it, but like, all have a sp- all have a space in my heart. Sure. Yeah. It's important to maintain that balance. I, 
I lost the path too early on, and I think my number one artist last year literally was Katy Perry. So <laughs> you know something's wrong. <laughs> wee ooh wee ooh. I know. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, all that being said, I think we should transition into our final ratings. Of oh no, do you guys have any like stray observations? Anything else you want to know about this album? I think the imagery I liked. I thought it was cohesive. I thought it was fun. It made sense that we were in a pandemic. You know, I just thought it was cute. Love the hair love, a lot. Yeah, I love the hair too. Her, you know, naturally black hair, not, <laughs> that, not She colored. formed, though. I don't know if there's a wig though for the covers though, where it forms the widow's peak. Like, I just thought that was so interesting. Oh, like the Spock hair, basically? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then I didn't hardly notice that. Also, the, slash did not notice until now. The, uh, I love this album cover though. Well, the single art for Man's World, she looks fucking amazing. Yeah, well, she's like got the the drapery. It's mm-hmm. very lovely. I so, really like the single art for Purge the Poison. That's my see. I think that should have been the album cover. Like I love that black little number with that posing. I think Ooh, it is yeah. so strong. I, I mean the the Man's World cover is good, but I I don't think it represents the album. Probably because it oh, sure, came out yeah. before the album was done. So, no, I just think she looks good. <laughs> yeah, no, she she is very very beautiful. Mm-hmm. You should watch any music video of hers, and it is unbelievable to Hot. look at right now. Yes, 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 yes. Especially fruit. <laughs> what? Is it especially fruit? Like the oh, video? Oh, I thought you said especially for. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Oh, and keep I was you on, like, keep you on your toes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought right. you were gonna say a woman, which I was. Well, that too. Like, that wild. too. No, and truly, <laughs> no. I real. I really. I love Marina. But uh, so, if we don't have any other story observations, though, I think we should transition into our final ratings. How we do this is we give the album a rating from one to ten. Uh, you know, uh, like eight. These fruits seem familiar out of ten, right? <laughs> uh, or you know, you would do it based <laughs> off this album, right? But it's like it could be silly. Like I think for. Lady Lady Gaga I did uh Rocket number nine out of ten. Love. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, uh it's a it's a rating based off the album. Okay. Um Sean, let's go with your rating first. That's good. Get the get the bad one out yeah, of the way on a strong note. <laughs> um no, I think I'll rate it higher than I like than you guys probably think. But uh no, I don't know. Again, it's like I think it's a pretty like it's a solid pop record. Like, I'm not going to deny that. It just, I don't think it really did much for me um, outside of that. Like, it's its easy to listen to on the ears. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Outside of that, I don't think there's much for me. Um, that's really all I have to say about it. She said she does sound really great vocal, vocally. She sounds amazing. I'll have to check out the music videos to kind of get the visual side of it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Overall, it's not bad. I just think the first half of the record is more exciting than the second half, but uh, I'll give it seven lashes raised to heaven out of ten. Oh, nice, 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 nice! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like this album. It is not the album I thought it was going to be after I heard these singles. Um, I do still really like it. Uh, but if it all sounded like those first four songs, damn, it would be my favorite album literally of all time. Without a doubt. Without a (laughs) doubt. I mean, I like the second half, sure, but, you know, what if it didn't have a juxtaposition? What if it was just 
position, you know. <laughs> I don't I don't need any anything else. But I I really love this album. Um I think I would give this uh 9 beauty and brains out of 10. So I love this album. Good stuff. I very similarly like was so excited just because each lead single I feel like just packs such a punch like we've talked about and like absolutely loved it. But I think too good very good solid marina just record in general as a lifelong fan happy to see her like you're saying kind of returning back to some similar methodologies i am not punny i'm honestly have been sweating for the past four (laughs) minutes trying to think of this sign off and maybe one will come to me at some point but i am purging no poison like i'm giving this probably like a solid nine out of ten Excellent. Cool. Nine out of, Purge the Poison oh, got wow, 9 out of 10 out of that one. Me. I think that, that, that is out of form, out of Pandora's still a good box. way to rate the album. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love, I love uh, your rating after the worst song on the album, the agreed upon worst song <laughs> on the call album. Call it like nighly emotional people. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it won't come to me. It's not right now. Ninely emotional people. Yeah. I think that's the one. If, if you think of a new one, you could say it. We can edit it back in. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after we do our album ratings, we do our We've Been Meaning to Listen to That. And we did. Playlist. Playlist. Perfect. And I, this is the part of the show where we each uh, add a song either we've been listening to or that this album reminds them of uh, or just whatever, you know, whatever has been you know, pushing you through, you know, the later stages of this pandemic, you know, whatever's getting you, getting you through Pride Month 2021. So, uh, Sean, what song do you have for our playlist today? Um, I have been listening, well, I haven't, I listened to it once, uh, the new Lord song, and I, oh. it was okay. No, I'm not putting oh. that on the one. I'm not doing that <laughs> one. Don't you worry. I thought it was okay. Uh, I'm going to put on Homemade Dynamite by Lord. So let's let things come out of the woodwork I give you my best side, tell you all my best lies See me rolling, showing someone else love Dancing with our shoes off, no, I think you're awesome, right? Her rules, her dreams, we blind Blowing shit up with homie But yeah, the whole, like, discourse over Lord right now That she's, like made a resurgence i'm like going back and listening to her old stuff and melodrama is like i forgot how really like fucking good it is and a homemade dynamite i think like is so so amazing and uh the, the whole album obviously is great but yeah homemade dynamite i think stands out as like my favorite on the record and uh so i've been bumping that and uh yeah that's great uh for the record solar power might be better in the context of the album which has not yet come out. That's true. So. Yes, I, I didn't think, it, like I didn't it. think it was bad. It just it it was a little slow. So yeah. this is the part of the show where we share our takes on lot on Lord. I thought it was been? I thought it was really cute. I actually really do like it. I think mm. a lot of people had a lot of negative opinions. I think my only qualm was that it just felt very Jack Antonoff, and it's like I love that they're working together, but it's just like I feel like he's now kind of using his tricks with like all my favorite females and it's like it was fun at first but now it's just like this feels a little familiar so i think that's kind of my biggest qualm yeah gotcha so you agree you think she's a really she's a prettier jesus Uh, i've been saying it for (laughs) years now uh uh ben what song do you have for our playlist today 
So I love the artist Ostra, and she had an album come out last year. Um, and one of the lead singles, easily, like it was my second most played song of the year. It's called Anyways. incredible she is kind of a pop alternative artist really great song i think it ties in very similar to this album where the whole premise is like the world will keep turning anyways like mountains move like basically just like it's through heartache but it's using imagery of the world and so it's like harkens back to this album i feel like perfectly and it's just a very well written very good song so cool excellent um my pick for this week is uh we had a day when this album was released it was a lot of music coming out that i wanted to listen to and put in Mm -hmm. my ears all at the same time and uh the album that i was pre-obsessed with got its uh platinum edition oh boy Uh, it did jesse wears amazing what's Uh your pleasure album the platinum pleasure edition came out and i cannot stop listening to this song it is overtime by jesse ware click This song is like disco inspired, you know, her and Dua Lipa, you know, one of them is more well known than the other, but both are doing disco inspired stuff. And uh, this, all of the deluxe tracks on this album are like, the first half is like the classy disco club and the second half is like, you know, the lamppost lounge. It's like, (laughs) you're here to dance. Like It's it's after all the regulars go home. It's like, okay, like we're sticking (laughs) this party out. We're a little hot and and heavy. Yeah, bumping. And I think uh, she like whispers in overtime in the chorus. And that that's it for me. That that (laughs) that does it. I'm done. So that is my pick. Um, And with that, we are just about done. We're just going to get to our plugs. Uh, you can follow me at at Lemon Taco on any social media platform. Uh, and you can follow Sean at... You can follow me on Instagram at T1 underscore Sean 599. On Twitter at Diabetic Twink. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Shocking. You like that? I do. That's Thank such you. original. Um, <laughs> at B-Watts, B-E-W-A-T-Z on everything. And you can follow, you know, Ben's biggest fans at, you know, I assume, like, <laughs> take a chance on Ben and Grayson. I've been trying Instagram, to for a year now. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you follow them. Make sure they shout you out on your birthday as well. So And if they don't, let me know and I'll make sure they do. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ben, we usually wrap up with our guests giving a sign off. So that's just anything that maybe a motto you have uh, or, uh, you know, something from the album, whatever you want to sign off with. I'm uh, So we close out with that and we'll wrap it up. Well, my motto probably will be tattooed on my body very shortly. Is this the beach house lyric that loves like a pantheon? It carries on forever. And I think if this album taught us anything, it is that. So, yeah. Very nice. Perfect. 
Bye, everybody. End of the episode. <laughs> okay.